All right, here we go. Welcome to the Woodward's Filmcast with Mitch Haba and Colin Ward. Let's go and make the greatest movie ever. Yeah. All right. Camera. What the hell is going on? What a piece of junk. That's really not the case here. This is a great script. Look, here's the mic. Now you talk, toys. Here's your host, Kale Davidoff. Yes, celebrations are, are in order, guys. Today is the, the year, a year ago from today, uh, yeah, we launched right. WoodwardsDetroit.com. Uh, yeah. And then I believe later that week, on a Wednesday, we recorded our first podcast yeah, uh, yeah, for yeah. It Follows. Right. We're right. a year old? Yeah. Isn't that crazy? Well, it, it, it really doesn't feel. But at the same time, it does feel like we've been doing it a while. I feel like I've been doing this to you guys for like five years. Maybe we've done too much. It's yeah. really wearing on me. So uh, we're still here a year later, so that's kind of cool. Can't get rid of you us. You can't get rid of us. <laughs> yeah. I think it's great. Um, um, yeah, how, how else are you how, how are you guys doing? It's a, it's a fun little time right now. It's spring and it's 30 degrees. Yeah, it's really fun. Well, April in the D. April in the D. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. April in the D. Uh, Freak Film Festival was last weekend. You guys yeah, you guys partake in any of that? It's like all documentary films and stuff like that. No. Why didn't we get an invite? I don't know. Freep, where are you at? Freep. I went to the I went to the Fat Man on Batman. Uh, Kevin Smith was like he they opened his, his podcast Fat Man on Batman. They they like had a live show last Thursday. I went so at the film market. Yeah, it's cool to see a packed theater a watching nerd. a podcast. <laughs> yeah, watching a podcast. It was kind of cool. Um, yeah, a the bunch dreams. of nerds that were yeah, <laughs> a bunch of nerds that were probably um, pissed off uh, later in the weekend. Do you guys watch? Are you guys watching The Walking Dead? Do you guys still watch it? No, not really. I'm like I used to. I used to be a huge fan. I'm like a I'm like a season and a half behind. But I did go out of my way Monday night to watch Sunday's season finale. Uh, not even watch it. I just watched the last five minutes that everyone keeps talking about. Yeah. Um, just to see what was up. It's a cliffhanger. Cliffhanger. And I don't think this is a spoiler, but they have this. There's this cliffhanger where like they tell you someone dies. Yeah, for sure. But they don't tell you who. Oh. So everyone has to wait another six months until they find out. And then right after that, there was a commercial for, uh, what's his name, Norman Reedus's new show. <laughs> oh, ah, that's funny. You guys plays Daryl. Yeah, uh, that's funny. It, oh. um, so it's, like, it's either going to be him or uh, Glenn. I just bring I bring it up because it's like I you know we should talk about a movie TV pilot. Oh, by the way, this is the this is the Woodward's Fine. I haven't even got to this yet. Sorry, I'm <laughs> hey, way too long. Big intro. But welcome to the Woodward's Filmcast, your Detroit right. podcast for film, TV news, and discussion. But we're a year old now. You already got to know who we are. Yeah, right. We're going to see now. Yeah, we are going to see now. I'm Kale uh, Davidoff. I'm here as I am every week with my friends. Mitch Haba and Colin Ward, and um, we we talk about movies and TV, which is why I I, I thought I'd. I'd I'd bring up uh, Walking Dead. By the way, we do get together every... The point of this podcast is to talk about a movie. So um, every week we get together, we sit around, and we uh, go in depth and talk about it. This week we saw My Big Fat Greek Wedding 2. <laughs> no. I'm just kidding. Oops. No, this, this week we saw Zootopia, which, you know, because I, I think, you know... First of all, I just want to say, because there are some shitty movies out there. Not, not that My Big Fat Greek Wedding 2 is a bad movie. Oh, I wouldn't know. I hadn't I, seen it. I'm just saying that, you know... 
I like the first one. I, I, when you look at through the titles of what we've seen, they're kind of quote unquote basic. They're the movies that like that are like you know they're popular or they're critically acclaimed. Right. But and you know the reasons are too because we we have to pay for these and so we want to. They gotta be semi good a little bit, and the other th- the other reason is like they're movies that you're seeing. So I feel like Z- Zootopia, Batman vs Superman, those are movies that you've probably seen. Not a lot of people saw My Big Fat Greek Wedding too, which I want. I want to see right it. I, I, yeah, it did. I, I, like I love My Big Fat Greek Wedding. Yeah. By the way, I like that movie too. It's great. It's very funny. I think that they they uh, didn't go with the obvious title for the obvious sequel where she has a kid and it's My Big Fat Greek Belly. <gasps> That would have been great. <laughs> or my bigger and fatter Greek wedding. Why do they just call it that? <laughs> my second big fat Greek wedding. She's uh, divorced. Are they getting married again? What's going no, on? I think her daughter. daughter is having a bar mitzvah or something. No, I'm, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I yeah. did. What was that? 2001 or two? Yeah. That was like the first of like the uh, indie movies craze. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then Little Miss Sunshine. And then uh-huh. Garden State. Juno. Garden State. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, Do you not like Garden State? No, I I don't don't not like like Garden State, but I think it ages poorly. Yes. Um, (laughs) And that's not its fault. That's everything that it tried to be it afterwards. Like Walking Dead. I'm going around in circles here. Okay. Um, That didn't really connect, but um, (laughs) anyways, we saw Zootopia this week. (laughs) Right. Right. <laughs> oh, man. new setups got you all. all yeah, we're so we're doing. We're, we're not. We're not locked up in my room right now. We're on the couch. We're <laughs> doing it on the couch. You don't know what to do with all this free space. I don't. <laughs> um. So let's just let's get into the show now. That's the little intro. Um. We before we get into the movie of the week, we're doing two things now. We do headlines. We do movie headlines, and then we play a little game called uh, "Good Film or Shit Flick," where we do like you know debate team style rules where. I throw out a movie out there and Mitch and Colin debate it and whoever takes one side of the argument the other person has to take the other side whether they believe it or not so you have to choose is this a good film or a shit flick I believe um, Colin you chose last week to, to whether or not you wanted to go first so did, one person yeah. chooses and uh, so Mitch this week you're going to choose if you want to go first um, I, I said last week that I don't know if this is going to happen right now but that part of the fun might be if you haven't seen the movie, you still have to argue one yeah. way or the other. No, I know. Um, I so I'm just throwing that out there. Yeah, I um, got it. and I figure we, you know, it is also Walking Dead's cool, Free Film Fest is cool, but you know, baseball started this week. Um, <laughs> oh my God, Colin's face! <laughs> uh, it was it was opening day yesterday uh, for the Tigers. They they they're they're playing the, their their second game as we speak. Um, so, baseball-themed movie, I thought we'd go ahead in here and uh, debate Field of Dreams. Oh, not a league of their own. <laughs> Whether or not it's a good film or a shit flick. So, Mitch, you get to choose. I thought we were supposed to choose before you told us the... Uh, yeah, yes, that's probably, okay. that's, that's probably <laughs> we better true. better do a new movie, right? Oh. <laughs> You're right, Mitch, but, you know, they call it mid-season form for a reason. And, right. uh, um, so, are you so ready to choose? I guess choose? I'll go... I'll go. Um, uh, I'll go second. Again. All right, so Colin, you yep. have to choose Field of Dreams. Yeah, good film or shit flick. You ready? Got it. All right, go. You have a minute. All right, Field of Dreams is really one of the classic and all-time great sports movies, but also just a good drama in general. Um, so many quotable lines and touching moments 
scenes of son and father um such like such a palpable theme um <laughs> <laughs> uh, that I think really resonates with the audience and um it's a sports movie that a lot of maybe sports not sports fans can I think get into and appreciate um if you build it they would call him one of the greatest lines maybe in cinema um Kevin Costner great Ray Liotta also good <laughs> <laughs> James Earl Jones of course I mean how can how can you not mention this movie without James Earl Jones <laughs> um it's a great it's a good movie it's a great movie is that what that what the, is that what it is yeah it is all right so Mitch college shows good film you have to uh you have a minute now to respond and uh tell us why you think that Field of Dreams is a shit flick you ready yeah I right, go so let's start off first that this film has a meta score of only 57 and is just dropping in popularity <laughs> on IMDb. Yeah. I will say that this movie would have been better if it were truly about what it is about. A man going fucking insane. <laughs> he starts hearing voices. He It's obsessive, compulsive, schizophrenic. Building a sounds like a baseball fan. Yeah, <laughs> building a a baseball field in his uh, on his corn farm and seeing ghosts. Um, the guy's crazy, and I'm surprised. Uh, um, Amy Madigan. See, I wouldn't have even known that. Amy Madigan put the, his wife uh, stuck with him for so long. Mm. Hmm. Valid argument, yeah. Colin, or do you want to? I, I think so. you should argue why you should have thirty seconds right now to argue well, against my that. Well, my only rebuttal will be um, the message of, you know, if you believe the impossible, the incredible can come true, <laughs> which is really a great message for the film. Is also the tagline for the film, <laughs> <laughs> according to the poster right here. Um, that's a. I think that's a. Um, not only a great message, but also is very relevant in today's movie that we will be discussing. So, oh, great, got me. Great there. flick. That's true, but Mitch, you got me there. But, but <laughs> that is dangerous thinking, sir. <laughs> if you believe the impossible. What is impossible about going crazy and building a building a, <laughs> a, a, uh, a baseball diamond in your on your farm? I don't know what's impossible or you know uh, incredible about that. The guy just has a lot of money. He's a farmer, so he's going to build whatever the hell he wants. He's bored. Um, clearly, his okay, wife okay. clearly his wife isn't pleasing him enough, and uh, he needs to get going. He's seeing ghosts and. Yeah, yeah. Hearing voices. Right. Good debate, guys. So is that the have is either that the end of this segment? Field of <laughs> I haven't seen it since I was very have young. Either you, you, uh, nope. that's funny. <laughs> I thought maybe one of you, you know, like I was like, that's this is a movie. That, like, yeah, maybe one of them hasn't seen it, but not since a kid. Have not you ever seen it? Never. <laughs> Were you like reading a fifth grade book report? No, I was the IMDb page. <laughs> I went the route of just, uh, yeah. Well, I will say then, my recommendation yeah. to you guys, see, Field of Dreams is a great movie. It's an awesome movie. Um, so I won. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, <laughs> oh, I agree. Okay. Uh, I, I don't think it's a shit flick. I mean, God damn it, it's Field of Dreams. 
But it is like a sports movie that's not really about sports. Right, so it's kind of right. it's it's cool. Like it's interesting. It's mm. spiritual. Um, so is the rookie. <laughs> so is um, the, the rookie of the year. Yeah. Wait, that's what I meant to say. Okay. Which what is the rookie? That's a that's a uh, Dennis Quaid movie about a guy who that's a very was like recent. forty and made it into the majors and played for the Tampa Bay Rays. Yeah, that's right. What about? What was that other movie, The Garbage Can Kicking Man? <laughs> the Air Bud? Phenomenal field goal <laughs> yeah. kicker. Yeah, yeah, that movie. Ted, uh, Ted weird Dance. sports movies. Yeah, who's in that? <laughs> Anyways. Anyway. Oh, yes. Sports and movies are a speciality. Um, let's get to some, let's talk about some news, you know, before we get to Zootopia. Um, Colin, award season is over. It is. Or is it? <gasps> Twist. <laughs> um no the um mtv movie awards are this weekend um Say which what? i had no idea was still a thing now this is different from the vmas it's very different this one is movies and right. VMAs, VMAs are, are like video music videos music awards, right. which is uh, music videos <laughs> which you know that sounds like something music tv should have a, an award show for yes yes for all the music videos that they play on mtv right <laughs> yeah all those yeah. Um, and then there's the, there's the MTV Movie Awards, yeah. which just exists for some reason. <laughs> yeah, they do. That is true. Yeah. I But I remember being uh, younger when I think MTV was um, maybe in its, not its heyday, but still on like the coat end, the tail end. The tail end, the coattails <laughs> end. Coattails end. It's very of, fancy end. Of their, um, of their high... Um, point um and i remember watching the the vmas and all the moments that, have, that came from them um no not the vmas no, the well those two those well, are great I, yeah i remember the spoofs those were the best parts yeah, the yeah, depends the... who's writing and who's hosting mm-hmm. yeah who's hosting <laughs> but um the one thing that i can always say about the um movie awards is they definitely go with the more popular movies which you know isn't a bad thing i don't think at all yeah. um Pop culture. Yeah, the ones that... Although there is a best documentary. <laughs> the nominees are good in it. I know. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's what's funny. I mean, <laughs> but, yeah. This is a year where like, I was scrolling through the nominees um, just this morning because um, I, I found out it was on this weekend. And I was like, okay, I can get behind some of these nominees. I can re- really can. Um, like uh, for best picture, we have Creed... Uh, Star Wars: The Force Awakens, Straight Out Compton, Jurassic World, uh, Avengers, and Deadpool. Um, which one of those movies is not quite like the other movies, <laughs> where all of them were released in 2015 and one was released a month and a half ago? Yeah, but that's weird. It is very weird. I don't think there's a very strict uh, <laughs> deadline to, to make it. <laughs> You know, they're like, oh, we got to get it released to hit the MTV Movie Awards. <laughs> is there a best kiss? Is that a thing? Yes. And, the, you know, the nominees this year are, um, I think, um, not very good. I, mm. I, Wait, what was your favorite? Before we read the nominees, what was the best kiss of, uh, of 2015 in your mind? Deadpool included, obviously. Well, that's nominated. Um. God, what was a good kiss that I remember? I don't notice kisses. I don't <laughs> They're so gross. I don't remember. I don't remember. I know there that Brooklyn was a good love story. There's a kiss in that, right? 
Yeah, I would hope so. Yeah, because I think their first kiss was a big deal back yeah. in the fifties. You know, Urgh. some whores walking around. <laughs> <laughs> maybe that's why. Maybe that's why you think the nominations are bad. I mean, you know, there wasn't a lot of options this maybe. year. Maybe, and I mean, I've seen a lot of these movies, and I don't even remember the kisses that are nominated here. Uh, Fifty Shades of Grey is nominated. <laughs> I saw that movie. You did? <laughs> I did see that movie. Um, it seems like there's some funny. That's got to win, right? I don't know. Amy Schumer, Bill Hader, and Trainwreck. Oh, okay. Rebel Wilson and Adam Devine in Pitch Perfect 2. I guess it's a, what else a, a jokey kiss. Margot Robbie, Will Smith, and Focus. Nobody saw that, did they? No. Leslie <laughs> Mann and Chris Hemsworth in Vacation. And Marina Baccarani. Baccarin. And, Baccarin and, yeah. and Ryan Reynolds <laughs> Ryan for Reynolds. Deadpool. I'll go with them. I, I feel like the train wreck ki- the train wreck kiss was good, but I don't really remember it. And I don't really remember the Deadpool one either, and I saw it. <laughs> what about Amy Schumer and John Cena? Did they kiss? <laughs> no. But <laughs> does that count? No, it does not. Apparently, in Best uh, Female Performance, Morena Baccarin from Deadpool is nominated because, <laughs> yeah. you know, she was in that movie a ton. What else sticks out, Colin? You got anything? Uh... I, I like the, um, um, well, I like three of the female performances. Uh, you got Alicia Vikander from Ex Machina, Anna Kendrick, Pitch Perfect 2, Charlize Theron, Mad Max Fury Road, Daisy Ridley. For Star Wars, Jennifer Lawrence for Joy, and of course, uh, Morena for Deadpool. Um, but yeah, no, they got um, some interesting categories like documentary, where um, Amy Cartelland, he named me Malana. Malala. Malala, sorry. The Hunting Ground, The Wolf Pack, and What Happened, Miss and Moan, all nominated. It's like they're only like real legit collection of nominees yeah, yeah. all of them are like what uh, we get true story um, with concussion joy steve jobs straight out of compton the big short category the big short and the revenant true all story category. based on a true story yeah. star wars isn't in that <laughs> no. uh it should have been yeah a long time ago in a galaxy far mm-hmm. far away true story you got virtual performance which includes voice work Oh, I like that one. So you got Amy Poehler for Inside Out, Andy Serkis for Star Wars, Jack Black for Kung Fu Panda 3, James Spader for Avengers, Lupita Nyong'o for Star Wars, and Seth MacFarlane for Ted 2. Mm. That's a fun category. Best Fight. Yeah. Deadpool. Um, the Bear versus Leonardo DiCaprio. Which is great. <laughs> I think that's great. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, that's good. Uh, ah, all right. I've exhausted my... my. Uh... <laughs> Wait, what else is best fight? You got Deadpool, The Revenant, and then um, Charlie Theron versus Tom Hardy and Mad Max. Iron Man versus Hulk in Avengers. Honest to God, I forgot they even fought in that movie. Yeah, I don't remember anything about fight, that yeah. movie. Ray versus Kylo Ren in Star Wars and awesome Melissa McCarthy um, versus Nargis Fakhrari versus Spy. Was that the one in the... Wait a second. Is that the, it? Yeah. Yeah. Come on. That was it. What, was me, that the one, that me, the one from Creed? Should definitely you telling me that, that neither yeah. this, like, the Suprino fight in Creed where there was a one-shot yeah, thing? Yeah, that definitely yeah. should have been Holy there. shit. It's a movie about fighting. Yeah. <laughs> spy? spy? No offense. That's, I love that spy no fight, offense, actually. but Spy? That is a good fight. 
That's a really good. The fight. fighting was great. Was that the one in the kitchen? Yeah, I yeah. Think so. that, it was very memorable, actually. Yeah, I recall. But come on, yeah, come on, come on. I don't know. Well, it's Deadpool. You know, that's taken over its spot. Yeah, like but, that. Mm-hmm. yeah. Michael Probably. B. Jordan got knocked out for that movie. I know. You don't have to tell me. <laughs> and Leonardo DiCaprio ate a fishbone. So best villain. Here you go. Samuel Jackson, Kingsman. I liked him. Yeah, he's really good. You still haven't seen that? Spoilers. I didn't know he was in it. You didn't know what? <laughs> <laughs> All right. You got to watch that movie, man. It is really good. It's really yeah. fun. Uh, what other And this, the best thing about this is we get to vote, guys. Mm-hmm. We get to vote. That's kind of cool, actually. I, was, I appreciate that. I was going to do like that. voting on um, on the site um, while we were doing this and like just tell you what I was voting for. As but it's, it's closed. But voting is closed, unfortunately. Uh, wah, wah. Cool. That's cool. Yeah, so do we think these movies awards are still relevant? I mean, no. uh, <laughs> even though we just spent way well, too long talking about we it, gave it the I most. think I think they are. I, I, I mean, they probably are to kids because I, you know, like you like you say, I remember the MTV Movie Awards too. I mean, I remember very vividly. Like, um, I remember the, they do these big long spoof things in the beginning. I don't know if they still do that, but like, I remember Will Ferrell as the architect from The Matrix. Like that was yeah, really that was funny. Classic. I remember Jimmy Fallon. I think was Anakin from is that. Is that true, I think? Mm-hmm. I don't remember. I think. Yeah, someone was... It was really funny. They, I remember them spoofing all that stuff, and that was cool when I was, like, middle school and high school. So, yeah, it's what, relevant. I mean, Yeah, what else am I doing when I'm that age? Using your burner? Something, something, <laughs> <laughs> yes, I, yes, I was. <laughs> that's a, yes, that's I a was. joke I'll explain a bit later. Um, more than you know. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, they're not too. I mean, I don't think any. I don't think any of these productions are going around being like, "Yeah, we got best kiss at MTV Music Award, Movie Awards." Does Amy Schumer show up to that? If that, like, do they accept it? The actors? Are they typically, to? yeah, yeah, typically if they choose to go. And Everyone remembers Tobey Maguire and Kirsten Dunst. Oh yeah. <laughs> when some someone like introduced him recently as like an MTV Best Kiss Award winner <laughs> because it was upside down. <laughs> Holy shit! Yeah. And in the rain, it was a great kiss. It was memorable. Yeah, it was a good it's kiss. Good I, movie. We, I mean, we're still talking. We're still talking. <laughs> it's in the zeitgeist. Yeah. <laughs> it's in the zeitgeist. Exactly. <laughs> I've tried that. You know, water gets up your nose. It's not. <laughs> well, not well, the you're mask. Is, in a shower, not, not in the tub. And not the oh. mask is on. <laughs> No, I'm Mary Jane. No. <laughs> yeah, yeah, who are you? <laughs> yeah, wait, who are you? <laughs> I'm the rope. <laughs> I'm, the uh, I'm the I'm the rain. <laughs> I'm the cat in the alley. Uh, okay. Uh, so nice. moving on to news. Speaking of uh, speaking of uh, Andy Circus, I guess we you know that's a segue. Sure. We talked about him sure. once before. Yeah. Um, Virtual nominee Andy Circus. <clears throat> I'll say in this, Mitch. I'll let you explain. But in the same day that Hollywood Reporter made this this long, lengthy claim that Warner Brothers is stepping back on the amount of movies they're making, there was mm-hmm. also this announcement of all the movies they're making and where they're switching <laughs> yeah. dates. So, like for example, Wonder Woman moved its date up, and yeah. then Jungle Book moved its day way back, way back. Like so, entire year. which which might surprise which I- a lot of people. <laughs> To hear that, knowing that Jungle Book comes out next week. Yeah, right. So um, apparently Warner Brothers is also working on a Jungle Book movie called Jungle Book Origins, I believe. Um, you know, could change since then. Mm-hmm. And it stars um, Rohan Chand as Mowgli. I don't know who that is. 
some little kid. Um, and it stars Andy Serkis as Baloo. <laughs> Sorry. What? I mean, I, that's understandable. I mean, how many... Yeah. I mean, if you were sitting here and we'd be like, who could be Mowgli? I mean, it's... <laughs> you probably don't have a long list of actors yeah. that can play that role. Maybe Andy Serkis. Yeah. Anyways. Uh, Andy Serkis as Baloo. Christian Bale as Bagheera. Uh, Benedict Cumberbatch as Cher Khan. Perfect. Kate Blanchett as Ka... Peter Mulan as Aquila, and then it just kind of Naomi Harris, other people. Um, they pushed this back an entire year to October Which is, that's, 2018. That's, that's yeah, a big from move. like November 2017. I don't know why. I guess they just figured, you know, in 2018, people will forget this one that comes out next week will ever mm-hmm. happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because um, the cast for the Favreau one looks promising too. This yeah. is a good cast as well. Right. So what do you think about this? I mean, the fact that, first of all, it kind of seems crazy that there's two Jungle Book movies coming out within two years of each other. But also, you know, you have one property. Who, who owns the rice? <laughs> well, so that's what Kyle and I were talking before the show. I mean, I, I would imagine no one exclusively owns the right to the story because it's a Rudyard Kipling book. Mm-hmm. But, you know, Disney owns the rights to the animated movie they made back in the 60s or whatever. So they own the songs and they own yeah. that kind of stuff. Okay. Um, the same way that Warner Brothers made the Peter Pan movie last year, but they don't, you know, they can't use the songs from Peter right. Pan. They can't use any, any characters that Disney would have created specifically for the movie. So do you think this Favreau one's going to have, is it a musical? No, it's not a musical, but they've already, I'm just, they've already like, acted I, I, on it I, first. They've, yes. And I think that there's references to the Disney movie in that, like there's, in the trailer, um, Baloo is singing Bear Necessities. Um, is that yeah, Baloo? Right. Is that his name? Yeah, Baloo, yeah. the bear. Um, you know, he's kind of humming it. So there's things like that. But also just the idea that, like, I mean, Disney just has a jump on them because it's like we we made, you know, yeah. Jungle Book famous. Like, that's who, you know, and, and you put that brand in front of the Jungle Book, people think it's great. People see Jungle Book origins. To me, it's like... What's the origin? Yeah, of it's Jungle just Book? so it's this is what scares me because the Pan movie, the Peter Pan movie last year was like the uh, origin story of Peter Pan, and, it and no one, ca- no one nobody, cared. Nobody saw like, that. I don't know. What do you guys take away from this? I mean, I think it's just stupid. I really do. I, I kind of do too. Like, I don't like why. Don't forget, in 1994, there was a live-action make of The Jungle Book. It was a Disney movie. Yeah, no, I, I know. I, <laughs> I mean, Carrie I, Elwes. I, yeah. Right. Lena Headey was in it. Oh. Sam Neill, John Cleese. I remember someone dying and being, like, sucked up by uh, quicksand in that movie, and it scarred me yeah. forever. <laughs> Do you, is there a chance of this being successful? I mean... The origins, or, or like, this one wh- next or like, week? I guess my biggest question is like, Warner Brothers did just did this. They just took a, a famously Disney story and did their own version of it, and it flopped. I mean, why do they think that this is going to work otherwise for Jungle Book? It, 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 I don't I, know. Am I crazy? Or is no, it like, I mean they've already begun shooting, um, and Andy Serkis is the director for it, so um, I don't really. Sorry, <laughs> I don't. There's, I don't really. Uh, there's kills porn playing. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I don't know if it will do well. Um, I don't see the point. Yeah, you're right. I don't see the point. I guess they think. Yeah, it, people are gonna forget. So maybe we'll make a quick buck off of this. 
But it doesn't seem like it would be like the cheapest movie to make either. No, it doesn't. Well, and I also I wonder like what direction they're gonna take it. Like, are they gonna go for literal, like, uh, animals talking? It like it would just be very weird. Well, yeah, I mean, maybe but... they pushed it back because they want to change the way that they, um, are gonna film it and the style. Maybe they'll do like some Lion King Broadway shit and have people the people actually dressed up that would, as be, the that would be I would think that would be cool but I doubt that and specifically, <laughs> specifically especially Serkis. since Andy Serkis is directing <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. And, it's not gonna happen um, like let me this is what Andy Serkis say. Andy Serkis seems what do you first of all do you, what do you think about him directing I don't know anything about his directing has he directed well, I don't before? know if he's I don't know if he's really directed I mean I think he's worked you know, behind the scenes and in front of the camera so much that his acting is amazing. Seems like it would I mean, be right. So a good fit for him. Too. Yeah, I mean, obviously, I'm sure he could do it. Yeah, um, especially if it's all, if it's all because Andy Serkis is known for motion capture acting. Gollum, mm-hmm. he's mm-hmm. Snoke in in the new Star Wars movie. He's the Caesar in Planet of the Apes. Um, you know, he's he's the go to guy if you want an, a motion capture character. And here's what he had to say about it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. He's, I, I can't. I usually can do that. He goes. Uh, I've got to say that uh, personally, he's. A, I'm absolutely thrilled that Warner Brothers have changed the delivery date for Jungle Book Origins. The ambition for this project is huge. What we are attempting is an unprecedented level of psychological and emotional nuance and morphing the phenomenal performances of our cast into the facial expressions of our animals. Mm. We are breaking new ground with realistic non-humanoid animal faces, such as panther or wolf, ensuring that they convincingly communicate with human language and emotion via performance capture and are able to stand up to real scrutiny in richly complex dramatic scenes. So, every minute more that we have to evolve the technological pipeline will make all the difference. The evidence is there, and it's off-the-chain exciting. (laughs) Wow, that's a colloquial speak from Andy Serkis. So hang on in there. This is truly next generation storytelling and it will be the real deal. Hmm. Does that get you excited? Sure, but what he described is what I saw from like this Disney one that's coming out. Like, you know, motion capture of Ben Kingsley and all these people's faces to be put on actual looking animals. I mean, they're not real, but they actually look like animals. So what well, maybe what is different? Maybe you know something we don't know. Maybe there is like a what new innovation that he, that now they're implementing. I don't know. Hmm. Hmm. Maybe this will be a a darker telling of the jungle. <laughs> I think it. No, it sounds like it does sound like that, Colin. It like I, I think that's probably what it's going for. Which again, no one probably wants that. I don't know. My thing is like I love what he just said. I love the whole paragraph. But does it have to be? A story that we know. Yeah, like that's I, what I don't come up with something. Can it be yeah, right. different. Yeah, you know right. something different. I don't know. What could you? I'll do? tell you when 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 you know, <laughs> I don't know when, if I'm getting paid a couple they, million, when, I'll come know, up with a fucking. I'm idea. gonna make a I'm gonna make a claim though right here that this movie is gonna be kind of cool looking, but not that awesome. And Disney's gonna go to Andy Serkis and say, "I want you to direct the quote unquote live action Lion King movie." <gasps> that's gonna happen. You're right. As him as Mufasa. Um, Book it. You know... um, What episode is this? 45? Yeah. I don't... Something like that. Um, By the way, do you guys... No, I was just reading how they found... How they decided on him to direct it. 
um, Warner Brothers, they, they said that there was all these animals in this movie, so we should get the circus to helmet. <laughs> God damn it. Yes. There it is. There it is. All right, there's your token pun of the night. Um, speaking of animals... There it is again. Yeah. Let's go. Let's just, let's just get into our He's movie of the of the week, <laughs> um, guys. This week we saw Zootopia. I saw it this week. Colin saw it this week. I Mitch, did. you saw it a couple weeks ago. Yeah, maybe I don't know. I saw yeah. Batman three times instead, and right. got my Star Wars Blu-ray <laughs> DVDs <laughs> or and Amazon. So I've been, well, I've been you were in been LA busy when was, this came out, and I was in LA when this came out. Yeah, so a so. um, little behind, but people did like this movie. It was a pretty big hit considering mm-hmm. you know. All the other big movies that are out right now, Deadpool, which is still making money, Batman vs Superman, which kind of dipped this weekend. But uh, yeah, this is a new Disney animated movie. It's not Pixar technically, um, and it uh, comes from the minds of uh, people who brought you Bolt and uh, Wreck It Ralph, uh, Wreck It Ralph, and uh, Lilo and Stitch. Uh, so you know. Big Hero Six, too. Right? Yeah, yeah. Well, um, it's Disney animation. Yeah, yeah. Well, the, the new uh, but the, Disney animation. Uh, Jennifer Lee, who wrote Big Hero Six and uh, Frozen, uh, has writing credit on this too. So, anyways, Utopia movie about animals, uh, which is really all we got, kind of from the trailers. Well, I like that about it. The trailer was super, you know. Not reveal. It was not revealing at all. It just said like, "This is Utopia. Yeah. Everybody lives together." And then they released the sloth um, trailer, which was great because the, they yeah. just took a segment from yeah. the film, kind of re-edited it, and made it very funny. Made you want to see it, but they didn't give anything else away in this movie, and it worked perfectly. Yeah. So the, you know, they basically just said in the mo- in the trailers, they're like, "This is a, a a world that exists where just." Animals live in the city like humans fun. do. Yeah, super fun. That's all they said, and then the movie came out, and people were like, "Maybe this is more than just that." So yeah. it intrigued a lot of us, and so we went and saw it. Um, we we start off our discussion with some initial thoughts on the films that we watch. Um, Mitch, you've been uh, pushing us to see this film. Uh, you want to go first here with some initial thoughts? Uh, sure. What do you think first, of Zootopia? Um. Uh, without giving too much away I first um, kind of was my interest was piqued when I first saw the critic reviews of it and when there was an article posted on I don't know some some website about how uh, relevant it is to today's political climate Mm. so I said hmm uh, I'm gonna have to go see this so I went and bought tickets and I love seeing animated movies in in theaters it's my favorite Um, just you know perfect the animation is amazing right now um and i loved it it was extremely well written um the voice acting was great the comedy was great it's one of those movies that you're gonna see jokes in the background like uh, in every scene you could watch it numerous times and it's a very um relevant and important message about racism and prejudice and um overcoming adversity yeah, Colin, what do you think? Yeah. Zootopia. Um, yeah, I, I I I like this movie as well. Um, I think they did a really good job at handling um a very you know, complex um idea that they're telling and trying to get across, and they do it that in ways that is both makes it seem important, but at the same time is entertaining for kids and adults, which mm-hmm. I think is the biggest you know success here is that it is entertaining. Um, and it was very different than what I thought it would be. Um, 
I liked the fact that it was kind of like a detective movie, like for yeah, a lot of it. I really liked that. That was fun. It was a mystery, yeah. Um, and yeah, like you said, Mitch, the timing couldn't be more appropriate for, you know, capturing a feeling in, you know, this country. Um, right now, it really has its finger on the pulse of something that's being talked about, and I think. But at the same time, you know, this movie released like ten years ago. Like I think they do a really good job at you know you can replace the word savage with you know any type of persecuted group and mm-hmm. it would resonate just it, to me it resonated more with something more specific because that's what we're talking about right now in the world but um yeah. yeah yeah it's it's a it's it's a good movie it has a great message for kids and um adults and it's it's entertaining which mm. you know is you know the hallmark to any film i guess um, I also enjoy. I saw it yesterday. No, I saw it Monday. Um, two days ago. I, I liked it a lot. Um, I thought honestly, what stood out for me the most, besides, because I kind of read up on the themes that were going in there, so I wasn't surprised by anything. But um, yeah, I would say the two things that surprised me actually were, were I thought like all the voice acting was like really exceptionally good. Like it stood out mm-hmm. how good it was. Mm-hmm. Um, which you know in the in Pixar and Disney and Andy Serkis movies, I mean the, the voice acting is always really good. But I don't know what it was about this. Maybe it was the way that it might have even been the way that I thought it, they were animated as well helped the acting come alive uh, mm-hmm. in a way that I, I really haven't seen in a while. Um, so that stood out to me. The other thing was I was actually like um, it was like kind of a twist in this movie that like I didn't really see coming. I guess I don't know. Like I maybe I was just like. I wasn't giving enough credit, but like I was like, oh, okay, it's that person. Yeah, so that was kind of yeah, cool. yeah. I was I was kind of you're right. I didn't see that. I really coming. didn't see that coming. And and uh, like you say, it was a mystery movie, and that was pretty, like it was exciting to be surprised by something. Yeah, right. yeah. You know, things are formulaic so often lately. So yeah, it's like um, you all think it's going to be the the person that it always is, yeah, and then right. they completely flip it around, and right. it makes perfect sense. Yeah, yeah. So. Um, so yeah, let's. Uh, as we start this, we all thought it was good. Um, you know, I I guess, I guess just, uh, you know, I don't think it was a, it was. I don't know about its rewatchability for me personally. I don't know why, um, but I can't really pinpoint that. Maybe it is the subject matter, and let's let's address that elephant in the room because it, it is. <laughs> It that, is, that was a funny joke. That was a funny joke. <laughs> yeah. it, it is it is a, a fun movie, but it's also like kind of. Like it's not as it's not it's not it's not your classic like Pixar fun to me. It's like oh, this is like it's, it's a little heavy-handed. Yeah, the last like Inside Out. <laughs> last twenty minutes are pretty serious. But Inside Out is, and I would agree. In some cases, this movie is too. But Inside Out is heavy-handed in like a personal issue. You know what I mean? Like not issue, but like it's about an issue that is to people in person, like individually. We're like this is like a about statement society. on society. Okay, and and I always get a little more. De- quote unquote depressed about you know when a movie is like this is society kind of sucks yeah rather than you kind of movies suck. making me think stuff <laughs> right <laughs> and so this movie is about racism basically right yeah. is that true yeah um, prejudice prejudices mm-hmm. yeah. um, and uh, you know it's about animals being put into groups basically yeah country life um, or city life right um. Which the moral being, uh, you can't. 
I mean, I, I guess is that, you know, don't judge a book by its cover. Anyone can do anything. Everything should be equal. Um, and there's always equal people, opportunity, yeah. and there's always people trying to suppress people that they're afraid of. Right. Uh, yeah. Irrationally. Fear. I think Irrational fear right. can destroy us um, and make us hate each other. Right. Which is what, you know, kind of happens. Mm-hmm. So what was the mm-hmm. most interesting? Because I think we agreed they did it well. Mm-hmm. And most, I think for, for, for part, some parts, yeah. it, but it's, you know, I'm not going to be too critical. Yeah. Like, for example, I mean, everything, it's a very segregated society, which is weird. Not that it's segregated, but that it still is at the end of the movie, it seems, right? Like, well, it's, it needs it's like, to be. They all have different climates. I know. <laughs> but like, I like the tiny little rodent world. But they Zootopia. don't all have different climates because yeah. the bunnies live with other animals, right. but they like seem to all go to school with just bunnies, There's, or you know what I mean? Like yeah. Zootopia is a lot like a an fox am- in there, but. Zootopia is a lot like an amusement park. Yeah, there's right. all sorts of different yeah. sections of environments like desert, jungle, snow. But like some animals small need town. small town. I like the small one. That yeah. was yeah. clever. But the and some animals need the air, you know, the arid right. climate, and some I animals I need mean, the a, cold climate. A, okay, it's where everyone can come, come together. On. It's a utopia, a zootopia, if you will. So, what, what was, so <laughs> this whole theme of uh, suppre- uh, oppression and mm-hmm. and uh, minorities and and you know dealing with um, prejudices? What was the most interesting take on it that you guys found? Like, be it a moment or. Just the way they were presenting it. I like that. Um, I guess can we just say spoilers? Yeah, yeah. We're, All right, spoilers. We're you should see the movie. Spoiler. It's it's good. Um, I like that uh, Judy Hops. Um, she overcame adversity to become the first ever bunny on the ZPD police force, um, and then she herself becomes what she had to overcome toward the end, like toward the you know, kind of climate, not climate. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, the turning point, the, the turning point the in the movie. Act, yeah. And she realizes that she's no better than the people who doubted her. That's interesting. And I really like yeah. that. That would be like Jackie Robinson. Then saying Latinos couldn't, right, couldn't right, join. Right, right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what was the question? <laughs> what? What was the way they, the way they take a very heavy handed subject yes. and, 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 place in this children's movie and what was the most uh-huh. interesting or like what most stood out for you the way they did it or a moment or like um gosh i don't know <laughs> I, I like the media too the media kind of um you know what am i expounded on everything they just made everything uh, yeah they're like pushing it they they're pushed like, everything like, say something bad. racist say yeah, something, say something, yeah. Say something yeah. awful right. and uh then they r- ran with it right and it, yeah. Split the city in two, basically. Yeah, that was a in zoo. A good in zoo. <laughs> but um, I don't know. I I guess I thought what they were doing. Um, I I know I I liked what they were saying, but at the same time, I do have a lot of problems with what they were saying. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, it's something that obviously like is they have the like, right point of view. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. The movie. And I think. And I was talking to my roommate um, about this before we recorded. Like, it's a movie that kids, especially, it benefits so much growing up and seeing this. Mm-hmm. Um, just to have this like idea planned in your head is like such a great, great thing. But like, as you get 
as you get older and you start realizing, oh, you know, these problems aren't like this simplistic. Like they aren't. There's, and it felt like at times this movie was looking at some of those scenes through rose-colored glasses. Like, you know, if we all just love each other, like, um, we'd all get along. And I'm right. like, well, there's this funny little thing called religion in the world. Yeah. And that will make this never happen. <laughs> I'm willing to bet these people don't go to war. <laughs> these zoo, zoo people. I, 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 I think that it, it does it does kind of like... Well, I, I think they, they kind of... Don't get of, me wrong. I really love the message of this film. Yeah. yeah. And I agree with it. Yes. Yeah. But I... But it, I get it that they do have to make it, it simplistic for kids. I get that. Yeah. But I think they do complicate it with... I mean, the resolution of the film is simplistic. But like Mitch is saying, they do complicate it. Mm-hmm. In the way that, like, she ends up kind of being specious herself. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. And and I, I think where I... Not where I... Where, where I agree with you 100% is, like, where the parents just turned around. Like, right. what you said to us changed us. Like, yeah, that doesn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> Um, that yeah, you know, it is a kids' movie. I mean, I guess they have to like, yeah, of course, soften the edges a little bit. Of course. Mm-hmm. Um, I also didn't like that it was one person that was like changed that, like, was conspiracy. do like actually doing something to like bring about this like hatred of people of animals well, to a d- different animals yeah. but i mean I, I guess you know saying it out loud i guess maybe it is you know it was like there a, is one person in the <laughs> american climate right now during the pile a little bit. Yeah. Mm. yeah using fear hmm. yeah no um but that character was also a lot like uh like lex luther type just like you know meddling and creating chaos in order to gain more power right. um not to go back to that movie. Uh, <laughs> please, please I, I liked a lot too the just the prejudices of the um, the different animals toward you know predators. So like there was that elephant ice cream uh, shop refusing service to like um, yeah Nick Wilde, Jason Bateman's character, the fox, and his son, which is not his son. <laughs> uh, and I just found that you know I found that to be really cool as well. Cool, but you know interesting yeah that was but this, this this is like kind of my kind of, I, I mean i like that scene but this is like kind of my problem with it like there was that scene and the elephant was 100 percent right but see that's what i'm saying <laughs> but see, I, you're right that's why i think they do not simplify it and i don't mean to say like stereotypes are right but i feel like i that was an interesting decision to me that i was like oh like yeah, that like the elephant was like you come in here and like you're gonna fuck with us, and like he's like, no, I'm not, and then he, he does. But I think, the, but I think some of it's the, like but, the crash of like. Yeah, but I think I think the point though is like is I mean I the way I see it is like. Well, first of all, he had he proved his legality, like he was legal. He conned someone, and, but mm-hmm. like it was still a legal purchase, mm-hmm. and he only did that because they wouldn't serve it to him if it wasn't a kid. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like I think that's right. the point, right? Yeah. Like he needs to fake a something. In order to be served yeah. correctly, yeah. and also, he's, he's super cynical because of what happened to him when he was a child. Right, of course, right. yeah. and I also just think that like the point is like, like you you still can be a like a. I think part of this movie is like, you might be a bad person, you might be a good person. Like it, it doesn't matter who you are, really. Yeah. I, and I like if you're a predator or a prey, like, you know, 
don't base things off of the looks. The looks based off of because <laughs> everybody redeems do. themselves or does something bad to, you know, quest you question their moral right. uh, morality. Uh, I, I I just was thinking about what happened to him when he was a kid. He wanted to be a part of like basically the Boy Scouts, um, but it's a mainly um, prey or herbivore uh, mm-hmm. um, group, and he gets basically goaded into not goaded, but uh, what's the term? Just hazed and kicked out because he is a predator. And then they put a muzzle on him, which is very a real disturbing kind of that was just yeah. sad that was yeah. a really sad they scene. put muzzles on like predators and uh it's very reminiscent of like slave times and yeah. stuff um so i it, i mean that would change anybody if you mm-hmm. trusted these kids and then they d- betrayed you uh so that's why he is the way he is and i, I like you said there are some things that are simple but i think deep down there's a lot complexity in the character's yes. motivations yeah. and uh emotions when dealing with what is actually going on on the, mm-hmm. on the surface do either you complicates do either you think this theme is too on the nose in this movie on the snout yeah no no no, no. no. i mean no, I, I, so. I started to kind of roll my eyes when, when they started like they started throwing in statistics like 90% of the people in this in this uh, city are feared by 10% of the people like it was just like things like that where they're just like there's a minority and a majority and like mm-hmm. I don't know but like I yeah I got I got that but at the same time I was like you know this movie has probably been in development for a very long time and it's just you know in this past like not just you know in these past you know 6 months where like this like the topic has it's been an eerie. issue but it's like Really, in the past six months, it's gotten real serious. Right. So it's like a little unintentionally on the nose. Yeah. Like they didn't yeah. I don't think they, you know, were right when they were writing this movie. They thought they would have a um, uh, a crazy person running for president, <laughs> spewing hatred. Well, I'll and tell violence, you, but <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you what was really on the nose, and uh, maybe I. Maybe. Maybe I'm nitpicking here, but the names of the characters. Come on. Judy Hopps, the bunny. Uh, Mayor Lionheart, the lion. His name is Lion. That's not even like Hopps. Weather, the sheep. Yep. Um, Clawhauser, Otter- who is my favorite. Otterton. Otterton. Uh, Yaks. What the yak. Was, uh, wait, there's another one. That, what, Tommy was, John's uh, character, which was gross. With the he was the yak and he had all the flies around oh. him. That, oh, that yeah. scene was really funny though. The the nudity scene, <laughs> just because you know you don't you're not seeing anything but their poses. Just like, ah. Shakira's name is Gazelle. Gazelle. She's a gazelle. Yeah. That's like woman. <laughs> Pop star. Um, what about the what about just the the movie? For, forget the themes and stuff. Yeah. I mean, we well, talked about. And well, when I was writing, I had three topics of like discussion in my notes. It's the the theme of it. The other is the voice acting, which I think is incredible. Yeah. Um, some of the best I've seen in recent memory. In particular, the chemistry between um, Jennifer Goodwin and um, Jason Bateman is out of control. Like, yeah. I don't think I've witnessed two animated characters 
And I think that's a testament to both the, to both the vocal performances and the animation. fluidity of the animation that they seem so right. And I would really be interested to see how they record it. I mean, typically it's, you know, one person in a booth by themselves. Yeah. And I would imagine that's how this is done, but their chemistry is so good that I wonder if they were in a booth together. Yeah, or could it. hear each other through the, I, I I bet it was for this probably or for a lot of their scenes. Yeah, yeah, cuz that's that was real good. I I and all the voice acting is great, but I really think Jason Bateman mm-hmm. knocks it out of the park. Yeah, he did. Tell me, someone tell me about Jennifer Goodwin. I don't really. Don't she's on the Once Upon a Time her. show, right? Is that, what, mm-hmm. is that what she's known for? I think that's what I recognize her from. Big Love, she was in. Big love. Walk the Line, apparently. See, well, so when I looked, I mean, she does. She does a lot of voice. A voice. She does a lot of voice work, which is awesome because mm-hmm. I didn't. A lot of times, and Pixar is especially guilty of this. They just get they just throw big names in mm-hmm. there, people who aren't voice actors to do voice work. And this movie in particular, I think they did a good job of balancing. I mean, you've got your J.K. Simmons, you've got your Zee who are great. I'm not putting anything against them. But I like I liked when voice actors get voice work. Mm. They, they should. Right. So she does a lot of voice work. She's a robot chicken all the time. Um, Electric City, I have no idea what that is, but she's a voice mm. um, actor in that. So, yeah, she killed it. Yeah. Great. I, I think it goes a lot. I mean, I'm sure uh, they, they um, perform together or acted together because that's I think that's just what they're starting to do now more often <laughs> yeah you get a much better uh, performance out mm-hmm. of the two uh but I think a lot of it does go with the animation because um I really like that at the end of this movie and in the beginning of this movie during the be- uh, beginning credits the animators were highlighted way before like other um other positions mm-hmm. and this movie is brilliantly animated. Like there's so much detail. And when we're introduced to Zootopia for the first time, when she's riding in on the train, that was so fun. Fantastic. That was so fun. I was like, this is awesome. Like just every single detail of each animal, how it uses its um, environment to live was great. I thought it was so creative. Um, That's the moment in the film. I went, holy shit. Yeah. Shakira's in this movie. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. No, uh, but no, you're right. That's and that's my other note. My third of the three notes I wrote is that the animation is so great, and uh, the animators and storytellers really made this complete living, breathing, mm-hmm. animalistic world that it's not only pretty but also seemed very functional. Right. Um, I mean, this movie was made for 150 million dollars, <laughs> so yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's a lot. It's a lot of money for, an but it's it's, movie. it's crazy, and I'm I'm. It's amazing that we have. And granted, we've only done two animated movies, I think, Inside Out and this, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So, but it's amazing to me that, like, you know, essentially, and I don't even, you know, I don't the Kung Fu Panda stuff. I don't see, but I the hurts, you know, entertaining and yeah, the yeah, man, those are animation's good too. amazing. You know, I just love we live in this world where like. Because I'm with you, Mitch. Like, I love seeing animated movies in theaters, mm-hmm, especially mm-hmm. a movie that, like, that's as colorful as this. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and like and Inside Out. I mean, it's so much bright color in, in all those movies. <laughs> Colors. Colors. That's, I'm like, I am like a five-year-old again. I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> oh, am I supposed to think? <laughs> um, right. <laughs> that's and why can, I don't like can, this. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't want to think. You can, you can, with animation, you can do anything. And that's why it's so great. Yeah. Um. Everyone just went. <laughs> clap. 
Um, buh, buh. Um, Duke Weaselton. Duke Weasel. Oh yeah, Weaselton. <laughs> that was the other one I was going to. Um, I what I one thing that was like not weird, but like there's this whole like kind of like a the one criticism I have not it's not a criticism it just seems so forced the whole thing in the beginning where she's like in a mute in a play for some reason giving us all his exposition mm-hmm. which is cool but like there's no like there's another like two hours of like they don't mention re- anything re- about like yeah. oh she was an actor at one point or she did a lot of theater and I don't it's just like she such didn't a do a lot of theater it's she just was in the we- school play it was like it was like but it was like a weird thing that was just like we're gonna tell everyone everything about the movie or everything about the world like instead of like like you could have had an opening scene where it was her getting in the fight with the bully you know trying to she's like I want to be a cop and she's in the schoolyard and like. And, but they call it back at the end of the film. Stating where it's like, the oh, theme. It was great. I, th- I mean, it has to do with just they're stating the theme and giving the exposition. And then when we have the villain who happens to be Bellwether, uh, voiced by Jenny Slate, who's amazing, mm-hmm. um, uh, the mayor's assistant, who's a little sheep, uh, basically repeating the same thing. Like, it's re- restating the theme and then, you know that it should be she's saying like it should be back the way it was where you know or we should get rid of predators because they're savages whatever uh and then just throwing it on its head and saying like nope that's not gonna happen because we're civilized now Uh, i i disagree (laughs) with kale on this i really liked that opening scene i and it was only a minute and a half long maybe when they're doing the theater and it was funny with (laughs) The blood and the and the piano player, the little like leopard. <laughs> that was he was great. Yeah, but I love the scene. It just seemed like oh this, no, this because is set up. The, if that scene wasn't there the whole time, I'd be like, why are these animals fucking eating each other? Yeah, I needed that. Otherwise, I would be very. I just it, there seemed like a there seemed like a more organic way to like, other than like. I think I thought she it, has all these talents. She's a, a I don't know, which is fine. She was in a one school play. <laughs> yeah. But then they, and then got in a like, fight after the school play, which was important. Yes, but that could have happened. She's just in she's playing cops and robbers in the in the in the playground. Oh god. And she's having an argument with uh, her You're parents. just really against this theater production. Yeah. <laughs> just any I don't like theater, anyone involved with theater. I don't like anything like that. It just seemed forced. It just seemed very forced. At the end of the movie, where they call it back because she gets she fakes getting shot again, and it's like, yeah, or getting killed. And because then she fakes getting shot, and you're like, oh yeah, because she's a good actor. It's just like, <laughs> it just it just seemed. It's, I don't know. You are the only one who thought that. I think. <laughs> My whole theater was like, fact, that's right. She was in that school play. In fact, in fact that whole that scene cool where that, that whole scene where you know. Uh, What's her name? Bell Pepper. Bell Weather. She, 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 she shoots the blueberry at the fox guy. Mm-hmm. And uh, to me, it's just like, why are they even? Why are they playing that out just to piss her off? I mean, they <laughs> to tell the story. No, so she <laughs> get the. Uh, no, is that why the recording of it? Yeah, oh, and, I guess they, so. and they recorded her. Yeah. Kill. Were and you it, even and alive for, during this movie. <laughs> 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 For a dramatic license, Kale. Is car- is carrots a derogatory nickname for a bunny? No, but cute is. Oh, only right. bunny. Only can, bunnies can, can say that. Can say that. Only bunnies can call each other cute. That was weird. 
That was a weird. Mo- I, that's a weird moment. That me, is because, a weird moment because that's obviously in replacing of like the N word, right? <laughs> yeah. Sure. And that's just a weird thing to put in that movie. I don't know why because. I don't know what is it saying, but like, why is it can't just, another? I mean, I mean, let's just say, why can't another race think another race is cute? <laughs> That's what I heard when I saw it. I'm like, wait, <laughs> well, not all bunnies are cute. <laughs> <laughs> also, I love how it's, it's just it is funny how like the film itself plays a, plays on stereotypes of animals, <laughs> which is like. Right, you know, like the idea that, that she's leaving Bunny Town or whatever, and the population is just growing. <laughs> yes. so like, funny. like yeah. it's just like you and your twenty. That's a stereotype, Dizzy. A stereotype. It is. That's it's species. not a stereotype that's, when it's true. It's specious. Yeah. It's not. It's not disparaging the bunnies, Kale. It just. I mean, have you facts. seen bunnies? Fuck. I mean, <laughs> ew. <laughs> have you up close? <laughs> I have a burner phone for. Well, the- <laughs> yeah, but. I, I, <laughs> Call back. Brought it back. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> you know what my favorite scene was? Go. Yeah, you, no, no. I, was, I had nothing. You know what my favorite scene stretch, was? Stretch. Yeah. Yeah. My favorite scene was when we meet Mr. Big. The, uh, oh, the it's tiny so little, good. The tiny little <laughs> mole. Oh, yeah. Actually. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. I so That was my favorite character, maybe. And I'm yeah. a big fan of The Godfather. Maybe that's why. But I was dying. I love that stuff. That was hilarious. Yeah. yeah. That <laughs> had me, like, in tears. That whole scene. <laughs> I just love, like, oh, I'm sorry, Mr. Big. We didn't know it was your, your daughter's wedding. Like, it's like. Yeah. <laughs> I just like he's like I have to ice them. I just have to. (laughs) Yeah, that was good. That was good. good I like that scene a lot. And the comes back to it. They help Mm -hmm. him out. That's good. Nothing like a little bit of Italian stereotype to get you going in this movie. (laughs) Polar bears are all bouncers. Uh, yeah. I, well, I love that the polar bears were surrounding the like small. <laughs> yeah, the, the wedding was on the table. Yeah. <laughs> and I like the the howl. He's like, "Don't howl! You're gonna get him started." <laughs> I'll start howling. <laughs> Other thoughts on Zootopia, guys? <laughs> Very creative movie. I didn't. I mean, I like end credits because there's usually, especially in animated movies, because there's a lot of fun. But I really didn't like Shakira. That's like the main thing I didn't like in this movie, dude. Well, it's so obviously Shakira. That's why. Well, yeah, I, but, but I, it's just, I love I love Shakira. <laughs> but it it was just out of place at times. But I did like Idris Elba. <laughs> it's the chief. Yeah, I did too. Mm-hmm. Um. And J.K. Simmons is a as a yeah lion dude. You know that Octavia Spencer was Mrs. Otterton. I didn't right. like. I, I like Otterton. to go. I don't read the credits of these animated movies before I go in. I like to try and guess. I was totally mm-hmm. wrong on a lot of them. I'm mm-hmm. not even going to say what I thought. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I didn't know that. But I I looked. At, yeah, that's crazy. How much do you think she got paid for that? It always fascinates me. Why? Because it's such a little role. Oscar winning. Yeah, actress. she only had like. Maybe One, seven lines, two scenes tops. Yeah, just go and record. It's probably a lot Monday. less than you think. Yeah, I would probably say 
thirty thousand, maybe. Yeah, I was gonna go lower. Oh, but I, mean, I don't know if I go not. lower. But she, but she probably gets some sort so of I'm residual. The back, I'm the back, yeah, yeah, residuals. Yeah. Um, cool. That stuff always fascinates me. What, like the fact that she would do that? No, just like what that work is worth. Yeah, should be more. Um, I don't know if I if I went in for a day and recorded just like seven lines and got paid thirty, walked out with thirty thousand dollars. Yeah, but, yeah, exactly. I'd be fucking excited. I'd be like, hey, okay, don't have to work for seven months or whatever. Yeah. maybe a year. I mean, she <laughs> they got she's James. already making tons of money. It's so easy for her. Yeah, just a quick. Exactly. And this this season payout. of Star Wars Rebels, they got James Earl Jones to come back to play Darth Vader and Frank Oz to play Yoda for like a scene. Oh. That was probably a pretty penny because I, I don't think Frank Oz cares much for that universe anymore. That's that's the thing is Octavia Spectre probably wanted to. You know what I mean? Yeah. She probably mm-hmm. be like, oh, this is cool. Yeah, of course. Yeah, she's cool. I would. She's a cool woman. Yeah, I would if I had a talented voice and somebody wanted me to be in a Disney animated movie. Fuck yeah! Yeah, Fuck of course, yeah. of course, it's easy, and I. Yeah, I'm, not, I'm not saying she's wrong for taking it. I no, just of think I want to know what the studio Colin. thinks that's that's worth. Whatever her agent thinks it's worth. <laughs> well, also because it's not a selling point, right? Like, it doesn't. Yeah. No one yeah. knows. And Who's starring? Oscar winner. Oscar winners. J.K. Simmons. Exactly. Yeah. And Octavia Spencer. <laughs> that's it. Yeah. Um. Cool. I recommend. I would recommend this, right? Definitely. Yeah. Go yeah. see yeah. it. It's great. Fun. Yeah. Liked it a lot. Totally. Mm-hmm. Totally. Um, totally, dude. Yeah. Um, just quick, that would you guys, if you were making the sequel, would it be Zootopia or Zootopia? <laughs> what, would, what, what would you pick? Zootopia 2. That's what it's going to be. Zootopia <laughs> Origins. <laughs> More Topier. <laughs> All right, guys. We end every episode with some Netflix or uh, video on demand recommendations, uh, and I'm starting with Colin. Colin, what are you recommending this week? I am recommending Boogie Nights on Netflix. I've there's recommended so that many, before. There's so many good movies on there. There's a lot of a good lot ones. I found myself, you know, last weekend just adding like 20 movies to my list, and I came across Boogie Nights, and yeah, you recommended it before, but it, it's a good movie, and it's not just a good movie; it's a great movie. Um, yeah, I, I would agree with that. Um, and one of my favorite Julianne Moore performances ever. And I love her. And Hoffman's great in it. And it's one of the roles that I think Mark Wahlberg is good and intolerable in. Yeah. Uh, Mitch, what are you recommending? I'm recommending, I was going to recommend it last week, but I thought this would be more appropriate. I'm recommending the show on HBO called Animals. It is a animated comedy TV series. Um Created by Phil Matarese and Mike Luciano, production company the Duplass Brothers, and each episode is about um, a type of animal in uh, in New York, and it, they're like weird, weird stories. And it's only a half hour, but the first one is rats, the second one's pigeons, then cats, then dogs, then rats again, and it you know keeps going. Um, very funny comedic performances, uh, comedic voice performances, and I highly recommend it. Very funny and weird. Very strange. Nice. Animal-themed show. Um, Much different from Zootopia. <laughs> there are a lot of, like, there's crazy good movies on Netflix. 
freaking Blade Runner. Uh-huh. ETs on Netflix. I now, just added is, that. When was the last time you saw it? Oh, it's been a long time. That's probably, my all. Probably that's like my, eight, nine years. Really? Yeah. Watch it. You're gonna. I'll probably be a master. You it, will. You're gonna be like. You'll be like, holy shit! This is like cinematic genius. I'll watch it this week. Wait, which movie? I was reading e. something. E. Oh yeah, my, e. room, is my so, roommates out of town. I will just have waterworks. It's the whole so weekend. freaking good. I freaking love that movie. Um, what? Oh, there's just so much inside of Inside Man's. Has that been on Netflix? I don't know. That's a great movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm but. I'm going to go ahead. This is like a, a wild card thing, but I, I saw it the other day and watched a little bit of it. Uh, Richard Donner made a movie in like 10 years ago called 16 Blocks with Most Deaf and Bruce Willis. David Morris in it. I mean, you know. Most definitely. Um, it's it's not an Oscar-winning movie by any means or, or that type of movie, but it is a it's an action film. If you like 90s-style drama action films it kind of fits that genre even though it's years afterwards so 16 blocks on netflix if you're into action movies check it out i think it's i think it's a good movie i like it a lot i don't know why it always got me a little bit too so mm-hmm. I, also, I like i'm just a both deaf fan too i like him doesn't but, he have a different name now than he fully i'm not to that i'm Islam? not that big of a, of a most deaf fan. <laughs> okay well. all right well then Sorry to call you out right there. All right. <laughs> we, we will uh, be back next week with another film um, on the Woodward's Filmcast. Hit us up at woodwardsfilmcast at gmail.com uh, at woodwardsdet. Um, and keep out the lookout the next couple weeks for some cool announcements. Um, what could they be? Uh-huh. We'll have to wait it on All right, guys. Um, until then, I will see you uh, next week. Bye. Shakira, Shakira. This has been a WoodwardsDetroit.com production, your Detroit avenue to alternative pop culture talk.